Boom. Welcome. Hello. 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 Welcome back to Dear Sisters Podcast. I'm Julia. And I'm Gabby. And we are back to send you off into the weekend in a positive headspace. We are back and better than ever, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, Gabby, explain yourself. Well, if you follow us on Instagram, actually, let me just pull up the post. If you follow. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, the reason that I worded it the way I did is because I texted Walter when you told me that he had, Walter had COVID. <laughs> he had, <laughs> I texted him and he's like, chill. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to put you on fucking blast on the IG. Um, okay, I think I might have changed that. the caption. You changed it? I think I said we were unable to record it. You said something, it was like, sadly, something had occurred some, this no, week. all I said is something has come up and we were oh, unable yeah, to record. Oh yeah, something has come up and we were unable to record. exactly what happened. Bum, bum, bum. Now, what had happened was, is Walter got the Rona, yeah. and that caused me to quarantine for, I quarantined for a total of seven days, mm-hmm. because I was able to test out, because I'm vaccinated, and I am symptomless, and I was negative twice. So, I tested out of the quarantine, um, but I'm still, like, not seeing clients through work. I'm going to do the full rest of the week through work, just to be extra safe with the the, the professional life, you know, kids. but to see Jules and to podcast gang gang, she was able to just out bitches. So <laughs> bitches, <laughs> no, but yeah, this quarantine too, right? Yeah. It's so crazy because if you have it, then, um, it's 10 days after symptoms first began, not, uh, yes. tested right. positive. So his, his, um, first symptoms, I guess, which I didn't really even, I'm like, I'm actually the worst person when it comes to like dealing with ill people. Cause I'm like, oh, you're fine. Like, I, and that's how right. mom, that's how I, mom is. We actually a couple, a couple of days before he tested positive, he was actually saying like, you're, you're kind of insensitive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not saying it that yeah. way, but kind of saying like, you don't really care that I'm ill. Like I'm not fine. Right. And I was like, you're fine. You're fine. Like. Just take a fucking in denial a little yeah. bit. Yeah, me. Yeah, of the of the Rona, or was that not even? Oh no, yet? we weren't even talking about coronavirus. It was just like, Jules, think about when we were sick. It, no, I know. We had Anytime to be like I tell dying. Mom like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. We had to be like again. dying to not go to school. Like, like we had to be really, really sick to to be taken seriously. And, yeah, almost. To, be, yeah. to be taken serious, right? So I just kind of I'm like, you're good. Like, you know. Get over it. <laughs> do what you got to do. And whatever. Three days later, Keep test moving. positive for COVID. <laughs> then after that, I was like a lot, obviously way more, you know, sensitive. Of course. Supportive. So that was just funny because he's like, I told you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So yeah, he actually tested positive on Thursday and he felt, he started feeling ill on Tuesday evening. Damn. Yeah. So, and I was exposed for three days. That's crazy. And then we started, like, we separated that Thursday right away. (laughs) I came home from work and I'm like, fuck. Stay away from me. Yeah, I I actually, I was leaving work when he told me and I called my supervisor right away and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this has happened and now I'm scared to go home. He's like, well, you saw him this morning. I was like, true. True. (laughs) So we quarantined or we separated right away and then I tested day, let's do what was Tuesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I tested at day five, and then I test. I tested day three and day five, and I was negative both times and symptomless. So yeah, between days five and seven, I guess you you can test out. Uh, right. She did that. So yeah, that she basically it, that's folks. that's that was my week. I did absolutely nothing. I mean, I worked. I did. I'm been doing zooms all week, and I binged made. Anyone should. Everyone listening to this should watch that. You gotta watch it. It was so good. Is it on Netflix? Yep. And I definitely, I didn't mind. Like, I didn't mind staying home and just, like, chilling. I cleaned. I did laundry. Like, I did all that shit. But I think, like, this week, just, like, not moving. Like, not getting up and going to work. Yeah. It's so crazy. I never work from home like this. 
I mean, I know, you spent I know, the entire week, like, literally in your house on your I know, couch. but I know this is everyone's normal. Like, to get up and just, like, get on their computer. Yeah. It's work from home life. I, like... You didn't have to do that I ever. feel so, like, worn down. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I get up and I'm dizzy <laughs> because I've been laying around for so long. It's like when you sleep too much. You know, yes. when you're, like, tired, so you sleep a shit ton. You wake up and you're like, why am I so tired? And it's like, well... Yeah. So I don't know people, everyone working from home. Like I give you a lot of credit after this week because I would just like kind of like in a blur. Maybe I'm just not used to it, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, nothing new over here, just quarantined and I'm free now and I'm, I'm thriving today. So I'm so happy for you. (laughs) It's a great feeling. I mean, when I got out of my quarantine, I was still really nervous that I was giving everybody COVID, but it's a great feeling. Yeah. I, I get the nerves, but I feel like because I'm vaccinated, symptomless and negative, I, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really That's very at fair. All. <laughs> I was like in the fucking heat of COVID. No, I know. I feel COVID. like back no a year ago. Vaxxed. Exactly. It was my you know, COVID. Un- my quarantine ended on Christmas. So I was just like depressed. Yeah. That, oh, that was such a depressing time. Let's not go back there. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't Let's not go back there. Um, What did my two weeks look like? A week. It's been a week. Oh, I guess two weeks since we left. Two weeks recorded. since we've recorded. Honestly, the week before. I I'm don't so sorry, everyone, for the inconsistencies. Yeah. But like, life happens. Okay. Life happens. <laughs> and guess what? We're rolling with it. So. Honestly, we could have done like a FaceTime type of deal, but you found out literally like the day we were supposed to record, so it was just like too last minute to even figure it all yeah, out. Yeah, we also lost two followers. Sad. Yikes. Rip. Fake ass bitches. Um, this week, what did I do? <laughs> oh. One exciting thing that I did this week was um, I discovered a couple months ago that we have like a community dark room here. So you can mm-hmm. like pay to go and use a dark room, which I've never had access to one outside of like school environments. Um, and they process all my film for me now that I have a film camera. But I went there this week on Tuesday and took like a workshop and like refreshed on how to process film and now it's $50 for three months which is super cheap because every roll of film if you get it processed by them is 15 so you're basically paying for three rolls of film to have full access to the entire dark room for three months nice so now I have like the door code and I can literally go anytime I want and use the entire dark room process all my own film and just was really exciting to be back in a dark room and like talking to people that actually take photos and liberating for you. yeah it was a great time I'm really excited I'm gonna go on Saturday I think and process a roll of film and that happened we got our rolling loud wristbands I'm going to a music festival next weekend can't fucking wait we're gonna have to record on Wednesday okay um what else that's pretty much it otherwise it's been kind of just like the norm the norm working going out hanging out just haven't seen gabby in a week but other than that nothing's really changed <laughs> um gabby you got your wedding pictures back today that's true Excited. i gotta i gotta upload yes it was great i loved seeing them i gotta upload i saved like 80 i think from the whole thing yeah to post on facebook just because i know everyone's gonna say oh can i see the pictures can i see the right I'm like you know what i should just post a shit down on facebook and say go to my facebook right it's a vibe honestly so i and i posted a couple on instagram um yeah good times little it's a fun little memory little refresher memory. relive yeah. relive the times um I'm trying to think if there's anything oh do you want to do pop culture an hour later because we have a lot to talk about Mm, let's end it with i just have one thing i'm thinking of but anyway um but yeah that's like the weekly recap i don't i don't really know i feel like there was something else that i wanted to talk about from the week but i can't remember so must not be that important no must not be no i guess not well i guess we could jump right into the topic of what was supposed to be last week but is this week which is anxiety and we basically asked you guys about your experiences with anxiety, your tips on dealing with it, what works for you, just kind of your input on the um, t- 
topic in general and we got some amazing dm responses which are the best our favorite we love a good dm response i was so sad last week when we couldn't record because me too we because we had so many responses and i was like damn we were so excited to record and let me just say this is in no way shape or form mental health um counseling professional <laughs> advice yes, because this is strictly this is opinion gabby giving her opinion and she's not in her professional work life right now okay so this is all i am we are pa- well i am passionate and i'm yes. educated just not to the you know right extent of saying this is your professional outlet because it should not be disclaimer this is yeah professional not trying advice. to get sued okay <laughs> not these that are, i would on, on this these are our you opinions these know. are our opinions yeah opinions only okay okay um Let's start with some dams. Okay, the first one. Ready? Are yep. you looking through them? Is that what you're doing on your phone? Nope. Okay. Anxiety has been something I've dealt with since I was young. In 2019, I experienced my first ever panic attack. It was triggered by a nightmare, and I could feel it happening while I was asleep. Oh, wow. I forced myself to wake up as my heart was pounding. I felt like I was having a heart attack. The symptoms lasted for days, and there wasn't much doctors could do for me besides put me on anxiety medication they also suggested i see a therapist i used to see counselors in high school and college just to talk about things that were going on in my life talking to my therapist now has been such a blessing i've learned why my brain reacts the way it does to certain situations and ways i can manage my anxieties love that yeah what a scary experience that must have been i I think like in your i think how i understood it is in her dream yeah like she felt it while she she felt it while she was dreaming so insane yeah, that must wild. have felt so overwhelming scary yeah um i do think again obviously i'm saying therapy is probably a great idea but just just in terms of like being able to make sense of what that experience was like right that's huge especially if you've never felt that before and not knowing what it is yeah and especially because going to a doctor like unfortunately that's anxiety like what she's experiencing, there's mm-hmm. you can you can rule out all the medical stuff, right? Which is good, but also frustrating because you kind of have to ride the wave, right? And it's like anxiety. your first thought is like, I'm having chest pains and heart palpitations. Like I should go to the doctor because right. what if it's this, that, or the other thing? And it's yeah. like, well, we ruled all that out. I know. And now we can't really. do And it's much. a good thing that you can rule that out because you're like, okay, I don't, I'm not like, I don't have, I'm not having a heart attack. I'm not suffering from this medical diagnosis. But at the same time, it does kind of suck too because you're like damn, now I just got to like actually ride this wave out and like become right. comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. And like that's where therapy plays a huge role because you're learning about symptoms, you're building awareness to your body, mm-hmm. like, and that's actually what's going to help long-term. So I'm happy that to hear that that, you know, ended up being a good experience and you become more educated on it. Right. And like but understanding shit, how where scary, like to, to realize it in, your, in a dream. I've had some dreams that like where I'm like, I feel like I'm awake, but I'm not like you're like totally. You feel like you're super alert and like. Awake, I guess. Yeah. But then you wake up and you're like, oh, shit, wait. Do you have any anxiety dreams? I have a few anxiety dreams. Yeah. Like I have what are they called? Recurring um, dreams that happen when I'm anxious. And I know oh, that that dream stems I, from my anxiety. <laughs> here we go. Here we go back again with the dance. Because yeah, that's what I, mine I is wake too. Up, <laughs> I wake up. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Oh my God. You guys, this is literally PTSD. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I, um, I wake up in a, it's, and when I say panic, this lasts for like 0.5 seconds, right? Cause you, it's like that. It's a slight, the slight, slight, slight moment between you waking up and you coming to reality. I feel like I'm late for dance and I am losing my shit for like that quick second. So being late for dance was something that I was terrified of and then it became a nightmare and then I wake up and I feel like I'm late and I freak out and then I'm like, okay, wait, I've actually quit dance 11 years ago. (laughs) Now, what, 15 (laughs) years ago? Who knows? But yeah, so I don't, I don't, I've never experienced like a dream where I'm experiencing a panic attack, but I do wake up and I'm in like a slight panic, in a slight panic. Yeah. See, I have dream. I have two like recurring anxiety dreams that I've noticed over the years are triggered by anxiety. One of them is that I'm late for dance, and no matter what I do, 
<laughs> I cannot get there. Like yeah. in my, like, you know, when dreams you're just like, you can't do something like no matter what, I can't get to dance. Something is always stopping me from getting there. Or like, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm there, whatever. The other one, which hasn't actually happened in a while, knock on wood, because it's a really fucking scary dream, is like I'm on a boat mm-hmm. and the boat is like rocking mm-hmm. and it's like really bad. The boat gets really bad. The water is really bad. Oh, interesting. And then boom, I'm overboard. And when oh, I'm wow. overboard, I wake up. Hmm. I Always what something the significance like that. of the boat is. I don't know. Cool. I know like water is significant, but. Why? Like being overwhelmed, I think. Oh. I don't know. One oh, time, one oh, of my oh. friends had. I like, thought you meant to your like life, like no, like in like dream meaning. One of my friends got it. Told me once she had like a recurring dream about like water just like flooding her, mm-hmm. and then it was when she was like really nervous to leave for college, and she like had like a breakdown about it at dinner one night, mm-hmm. and the dream stopped because it was like hmm. building up. I don't know that one I haven't had in a long time, so. But anyway, I don't know how I got there, but. That was the dream I was having the first time I had sleep paralysis. Oh, wow. Fucking scary shit. Remind me to for us to talk about our experiences of things that I do at the end. Yeah. Because I do um, have some things I'd like to share. Or yeah. I think that could be helpful. I don't know. Okay. Next one's a longer one. I wanted to talk about my experiences with anxiety. I've been struggling since I was a junior in high school, so around 17. My cousin died in a car accident, and I was terrified of driving or having others drive me anywhere. That's horrible. I'm so sorry. I felt like no matter what, I was probably going to get an accident. I went to the doctor and he gave me medication for anxiety. After about a month of using it, I told my mom that I felt like I wasn't even in the room, that I felt weird, like my life was being played out in front of me, but I wasn't living it. I was watching it like a movie or something. It made me feel spacey and I hated it. I tried two other medications, which ended up making me feel nauseous and constantly sick. I was desperate to get some sort of my life back to normal so I went off of all medication and focused on trying home remedies to help deep breathing yoga counting backwards but I was avoiding going anywhere that made me feel anxious which then gave me social anxiety to this day I struggle with a lot of social anxiety going to parties with a lot of people I don't know meeting new people job interviews etc I basically have a big fear of the unknown what I have found that has helped a lot in my adult life is that basically everyone around you is dealing with it too I know so many adult friends, so many adults and friends of mine that have anxiety about similar or the same things as me, and I've found that talking to them helps. Sometimes just throwing yourself in the situation, going to a party anyways, helps. Because once it's over, you can be proud that you did it, you probably met new people, and made new friends, and the next time will probably be less hard. Thanks for sharing. I, yeah, I'm like, if you incredible. could see me listening to this, yeah, he's like, like, yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like bopping my head back and forth. I'm like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. to myself here. Um, that was, I have a lot to say. My first thought was that it's pretty interesting. I mean, so sad that like grieving in a traumatic yes. event kind of triggered the onset of what sounds like anxiety, but um. It's interesting that you said 17 that happened, whereas like a lot of people, I think they, I don't want to say a lot of people, I don't know, but sometimes anxiety is just there, right? And like, there's not like an event that that happens to trigger, to trigger the, the rest, I guess. But in this case, there was a traumatic event that she explained, and from there on out, she sounds like she suffers now from social anxiety. But what's cool is that she's understanding that, like, you're learning that everyone has some type. Right, you're understanding, of yeah. That's like what I wanted to get at the end. At least talking about like the both of us and our experiences. Um, I lost my train of thought, but I also think like it's very helpful for people our age that like we talk about it so much and that it's so known and like, mm-hmm. like. A lot like these, they, we've only read two DMs now, but like both of them have oh, been I like what I was gonna say. working. <laughs> you've like figured out how to work through it. You're aware of it. You've been, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's huge too. And knowing like, oh, other people are dealing with this too because we've all, we all talk about it so much, obviously. Um, where I was going, where I was initially going with that was the medication mm-hmm. standpoint too. Is like she's obviously going through trial and error with medication, which. Right. I ain't no doctor, but I do know that it's like super normal to go through a trial and error period when first like starting medication. Yeah, I think. Um, and like just like the experiences she had on those. Right. Scary. Like that's. 
I've never been on any type of anxiety medication, but my husband has. And, oh, my gosh. He had some crazy wild side effects that, like, just so, so scary. So I imagine that yeah. some of these, the symptoms, like, the, the side effects can be, like, pretty overwhelming. I mean, you hear a lot of people worse. being like, I feel worse on my medication than I do. In, in ways, like, I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, like, it helped with, like, the anxiety or whatever. Yeah. But then otherwise, like, I felt like a completely different fucking person. Right, no. Well, sometimes the side effects outweigh, like, the Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? And that kind of sounds like that's what happened here. I think, but I think the key thing is, is, like, understanding that it's your, like, the social part is, like, that's your anxiety talking. And right. it's not really you. I mean, I, I guess a part of it is. But, like, the same time as you probably, before this accident and before, like, the traumatic event. Right. You were able to go to do, do this thing, and that right? yeah so i think kind of reminding yourself that that's your anxiety talking and that takes a lot of practice and a lot of work and kind of like trial and error with situations right. like exposure to these things which is like super scary mm-hmm. but i think the more you do that the more hopefully easier it and also I mean, it sounds like it sounds you, like you are it sounds like it is props to you easier. for being able to like recognize it and be like okay this isn't working what are we yeah, gonna like, do just next the fact that she typed that whole story out like the reflection piece of right that's like, what i mean yeah. and to not yeah. be like oh this didn't work like that's it it's like no what are we gonna do now like yeah. we gotta figure this shit out which is that was very, a great story thanks for sharing yeah thank you so much for sharing that one um okay next one what I do to help my anxiety definitely depends on the situation. Sometimes cycling class or some kind of cardio helps, sometimes yoga and deep breathing, and sometimes just writing everything out. Regardless of if it makes sense, I just like to get my thoughts out somehow always helps. P.S. So glad you're doing this episode. It's always interesting and helpful to hear other people's tips about anxiety and just to know that a lot of people unfortunately go through the same thing. Thank, Thank you. you. We got a little um, backlash. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are if you're listening <laughs> that it's getting repetitive about mental health which sorry but it's like literally an, it's an advice podcast <laughs> on that. but thank you but thank you um and then there's a couple messages here okay wait i have another podcast sometimes when i get super anxious and in my head and can't shut my thoughts off it's helpful to listen to a podcast and have something to focus on instead of blowing up problems in my head mm-hmm. and True. then the next one says okay last thought i promise you can keep going for days don't worry if you have time, can you talk about getting into therapy? I know I've had issues along with my friends of how to motivate and just get yourself to start going to therapy when you know you need it. Hmm. So there's a few points there. Okay. Let's talk first about her ways of dealing with her anxiety, which is either working out, mm-hmm. yoga and deep breathing, writing everything I out. I do agree with, yeah. So I agree with like the situation dependent thing. Is that like, yeah. You know, those those sound more of like to me, just like my opinion, Mm -hmm. sounds like a healthy distraction. Right. For a moment of I would say like mild, (laughs) minimal anxiety. Right. Right. But if you're like having a whole a full on panic attack, like you're short of breath. Right. Like a podcast probably won't help at that moment. Right. So, yeah, I agree with her just to the point where she says it's situation dependent. Um, And those are all. I think anything really to take your mind off of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the distraction pieces of doing anything that will distract you in the moment that is going to work in the moment, like temporarily. Yeah. Right. Um, what was the second thing? Um, sorry, I just switched. The second one, the second point is, um, oh, another way of dealing with it, which was podcasts and uh-huh. basically just saying, when you can't get out of your own head to put Oof. something on to listen to and focus on instead of just like blowing up problems in your own head. Yes. I'm going to speak about myself for a second mm-hmm. because I'm like, I think I've spoke about this in the past too, but I'm definitely trying to become, I'm not like diagnosed with anxiety, like Me neither. generalized anxiety disorder, right? But <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if I were to go to a doctor tomorrow yeah. and then say, you know, I had this, 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 this frequency of this and this is right. like whatever. I would be shocked if they didn't diagnose me with mild, 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 right, mild right, anxiety. Right. Okay. And I do think everyone experiences anxiety. I think it's just when you, when you find it in your daily life, as much as some people do, then it becomes, right. you know, a diagnosis, whatever. 
Um, I definitely have anxiety just because of, and what she said made me think of this as like, am I in my head? I constantly catch myself probably more so like becoming more educated and like aware of it in general, like with my work. Mm-hmm. I am in my head so much, but now it's like, now it's like I talk to myself because I'm like, I catch myself so much experiencing it that I'm trying to become just that much more aware of like right. getting myself out of that thought I guess yeah. and like t- trying to prove my anxiety is wrong or trying to convince myself that this isn't really right this is your anxiety this is my talking. anxiety talking right so I've just I feel like in the past like probably two years I've and again I I started my job two years ago so like I uh, again like I feel like we've talked about this in the past but just a whole new experience in life you're like mm-hmm. you're being faced with new things challenges you find yourself being more uncomfortable and then you feel your body reacting to those uncomfortable moments mm-hmm. and I didn't ever it's anxiety it's just you didn't really experience it in the same way in the past you know right so I feel like I'm faced with it a lot more just going through life and, and new things in life so getting out of your head is like it's so hard but I think the more you become like comfortable with catching yourself in your own head then it kind of becomes like not like a game but it's like okay this is this is not me right <laughs> this, this is, is your anxiety I, I'm, I'm starting to feel anxious okay what do I need to do right now like I right. literally something happened to me on Tuesday on yeah Tuesday where like I had to do something for work and like I was fine with doing this thing that I had to do but like right before it ha- it started my heart was like Oh my gosh. I like went, I almost, I don't think I almost had like an actual panic attack, but I felt my nerves and my anxiety just like right. go through the roof. So I just did like breathing techniques. I like talked myself out of it. I'm like, this is just, you're nervous for this mm-hmm. thing about to take place. Like, but it's a process, yeah. you know, it's like I'm really bad at catching to, my anxiety. Like trying that. to get out of your own head. Like it's so, it's hard. It's so yeah. hard. So yeah, when she said trying to get out her own, own head, I kind of went on a, off on a tangent. But no, but I agree. Like, I do I, think that's pretty key. <laughs> I have a really bad habit of like spiraling in my. But head. that's it. That's yeah. you're not catching it. You I'm know? not. No, I can't. I have. I'm very bad at catching it. And like, even when I do, like, like I'll be like spiraling in my head, and then I'll be like, "This is your anxiety." And yeah, it's like, I do. Well, think what if so. it's not? And, not, and, then, and I don't want to make it sound like it's easy to catch. Like. It, right sometimes like it happens so fucking fast that's like it, yeah you can't you know what I mean but I'm just like I'm so much better at convincing myself something is true than I am of convincing myself it's not real or it's in my head if that makes sense that it's harder for me to be like like I can know in my head like can we talk about the panic attack you experienced yeah I was gonna talk about that at the end okay we'll talk about it at the end it's so much I have a lot to say about that I know it's so much easier for me to like I can sit there and be like I know this is my anxiety but I can't stop but I'm still stuck on but this I'm being still true exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway um we'll get back to that at the end last thought that she had was to talk about getting into therapy I've had issues along with my friends of how to motivate and just get yourself to start going to therapy when you know you need it I think <laughs> I, I've been on both sides. Like I've been, I'm a therapist and I've been to therapy. So yeah. I can speak on both sides of it. But what do you think? I think knowing that you need it is one thing and being ready for it is another thing. Because I think personally that therapy is very scary. Okay. Because per, like I you don't. You didn't have a great experience. No, I didn't. But even before I started going. Yeah. Like I knew I, I knew I probably could ben anyone can benefit from it, but I knew it was like I should go mm-hmm. for a long time, but getting myself to go just because it felt so like daunting and exhausting to sit there. And like, mm. I personally can't even figure out all this shit. So it's like to talk about it and know they're going to be like, well, why do you think this? Why mm-hmm. do you think that? It's like, yeah, 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 I don't fucking know. It's hard yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. So I think that's True. like a big block for a lot of people or it is for me at least is like, you know you need it, but it's like it seems so scary to sit there and like to to go inward and think about shit and talk about shit. Like that's yeah. terrifying. But like a lot of other things that anxiety stem from, the act of doing it is a lot less scary than it seems. You know what I mean? Like it's Ooh, like that everything was good. else. So true. Until so true. your therapist <laughs> ghosts you for three months, but that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> 
that's not normal. So let's just. No, I know. My therapy experience wasn't great. And Your I therapy experience back. was not great. My therapy experience in high school. I mean, I haven't been in since college, which I wasn't that long ago, but I loved it. <laughs> I fucking love. I mean, I didn't like going. I didn't like the act of like getting there. But then once I was there and when I left, I was like, loved it. Great. I feel so much better leaving than I did when I walk in. Um, but it can be, it can feel awkward sometimes. I think like, I don't know. Cause now I have the other side of like being the therapist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even more important, I guess, like for this question or for this comment, yeah. because I will say that like your therapist is a human too. <laughs> okay. Like we're not yeah. fucking, I mean, not me I, I, and I'm, I'm professional, but I also, I try to make it like, it's known that I'm a human and I, right. I mean, you also work with kids, so you got to figure out a way to like approach. Yeah, you know? kids, but like also adolescents and like yeah, young adults. You, yeah, that's true. So and it's parents. like you, you know, and like people want to know about you, so you have to kind of like, I don't know. This is just the way I go about things. Is like you, you maintain like professionalism, but you also like, you want your client to know that you are not a robot and you're not an alien. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just, you're just another human. But I will say, like, if I could give a little bit of advice on on this, is like. When you go into therapy, don't be afraid to say what you want out of the experience because some mm. because everyone's different. Some clients will want you to do more of the talking and want you to do more of like recommendations and encourage you to do things and suggestions. And then others want to do more of the talking and you just to listen. Right. And like as a therapist, it's kind of I mean, you do kind of figure it out once as you build the relationship with the person. But like. It's so nice, I think, just from my standpoint of like when someone comes in saying like this is how this is what maybe their past experience in therapy was like and this is how they want it going forward. Mm-hmm. Like the therapist is there for you. Like they should be able to accommodate to you. Right. So like you hopefully like you can go in there and say like these are what you're feeling apprehensive about. This is what you want coming out of it. And like if they can't accommodate to your needs, then you go to you find someone else that can. Right. Because that's what. Yeah, you know, they're there for you. Right. <laughs> so shop around if you job. have to. But the feelings going into it, definitely super normal. Yeah. Hope that helped. Okay, let me get to these other ones. I got a few more. Um, just searching. Okay. I have two more. I don't know if you have any. Okay. My advice is to not be afraid to get help and try medication if you've tried lots of other things and haven't found relief. Finding the right medication can change the quality of your life so much. It's not worth it to suffer every day, and there's a difference between a healthy level of anxiety and anxiety that interferes with your ability to live your life. P.S. I've been loving your podcast. Thanks, girly. (gasps) Thank you. Wait, I didn't see this one. It was on my account. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In my DMs. It's just getting to the personal. Totally agree with the medication statement. Again, not a doctor, so can't really give any thoughts there. But, like, I do know that it does, for some people, it really takes quite a bit of time. And that can be 100%. so frustrating. And I also really liked uh, the point of, like, there's a difference between, like, a healthy level of anxiety and anxiety that is, like, literally debilitating. Okay, so that's, and okay, and that's what I was saying when I said, like, I think everyone experiences a level of anxiety, yes. right? Like, it's it's in our human nature. In right. our, we have literally in our brains <laughs> there yeah. are things that tell it's us fight or flight like, to it's like literally survival scan our surroundings and say hey is this safe is this not like yes. you should your heart starts racing that tells you to do this and act in this way like the, these are you, we all experience it but yes when it becomes like overwhelming that's a different story great comment loved it thanks yes. okay and then i have one more okay um This person is basically just started by saying they gave a little bit of input in the question box, but they um, wanted to expand in the DM. So they said, I gave a little input to the thing last night on the account, but something I think that is so important to talk about is the stigma around anxiety and mental health. For the longest time, I struggled with anxiety. Are you listening? I'm listening. Okay. (laughs) For the longest time, I struggled with anxiety, but didn't reach out to the help that I needed because in my mind I should be able to control this on my own. After a panic attack that was unexplainable, I finally seeked out the help and realized that I needed to talk to someone and also needed to be medicated. 
Those two things literally changed my life. I've since learned that needing medication makes me no less than the next person. It is an illness slash condition that I need to treat just like I would a physical condition. I know that's a lot longer than the little box will allow, but I think it's something important for people to hear <laughs> that it's okay to need help treating anxiety. Snap, snap, snaps all around. Thank you. Agreed. A hundred percent. I, I don't want to sound insensitive to this because like I should, out of everyone, like I feel like I should know the stigma is so um, intense, which yeah. I, I know, I do know what it is, but it's like when you like are in the field, like in the mental health field, like every single day, you kind of forget that how, there is a stigma. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's like, think about how often you spend at your workplace. Mm-hmm. At those who work a full-time job, it's like, that's like your second home, right? So it's like, I spend all that time living and breathing mental health right. concerns. So I almost, sometimes I forget that, you know, there is still such like a crazy stigma around it and like the things I follow online like I follow a lot of therapists and I follow yeah. a lot of like mental health pages so I do sometimes I honestly forget about like the stigma around it because mm-hmm. it's so normal in my realm but um I also feel like the stigma is very generational that's true yeah where, like, maybe I think the stigma is very much like our parents and mm-hmm. like millennials still a little bit but then like you get to like gen z and like yeah you know what I was thinking about different. that too that's so true because if you think about like grandma and dad like oh yeah if you think about like I'm like huh I definitely have anxiety like I you think about grandma and you think about dad and the things that they just the way that they would talk like growing up <laughs> when we when we would be at grandma's and she would like freak out over mm-hmm. such unrealistic shit like so like, like when we would bring home fucking mardi gras beads after a dance competition she'd be like don't take those to my but house like, someone's gonna choke yeah, on and that then, like, like and then it would be like she can't, and then maybe one of the cousins like went downstairs and she thought they were missing and it was like a full-blown like search party panic. yeah yeah like so back then it was like oh grandma's was being grandma but then now it's like right oh my gosh like wouldn't anxious family we are like yeah i mean think about some of our like aunts and uncles like we're like oh they're such worriers it's like no they probably have anxiety and we just like don't talk about it i know it's like oh they worry about everything yeah i wonder what that means (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i agree that like i do think maybe the stigma's kind of getting hopefully there's less of it as generations i think there definitely is generationally less and less but thanks Um, for the hype the hype comment because it's like a big ball of validation we just received definitely thanks um those are all of the dms we got so many dms love the fucking dms thank you they're they're the best truly i just like hearing the full the full-on story yeah there's just so much more background information with more space to with more character allowance really and we got a we got a good variety we got like Someone who's experiencing, you know, a traumatic death that triggered anxiety. Then we mm-hmm. got someone who, you know, a little bit more on the mild side. People with medication yeah. stuff. People who are feeling um, a little bit anxious of about going to therapy. Like, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed. Um, you already touched a little bit on your own experience, but do you have anything yeah, else to I say? Yeah, I guess I did. I wanted to touch on it mo- mostly at the end, but like there were things throughout each comment that mm-hmm. it reminded me. Um, no, I think just that I'm like still learning about my own anxiety too. And I'm realizing that I have a lot of, a lot more of it than I thought I did, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've thought about medication personally, like in the past, definitely when I was fainting. (laughs) Oh my God. That was so bad. I was I like went through like a fainting spell and then like the idea of fainting actually gave me anxiety so I would go into like anytime I felt a symptom of like what it was like to because I remember I had fainted so often that I was very well aware of like the feeling of about to faint mm-hmm. does that make sense of about yeah yeah um so anytime I felt like a little bit of that I got nervous that I was going to faint and then I would have an anxiety attack. I literally had an anxiety attack at the dentist. I had an anxiety attack at, um, there were like a couple other places because I thought I was going to faint. Oh, my internship, actually everything like turned a different color. I lost oh vision. God. Yeah. So like I've actually had like a couple, a couple panic attacks associated with a fear. Yeah. 
and then just in general like I would say more mild symptoms but I just experience them a little bit more frequently is like overthinking I'm definitely I think we all overthink a little bit but Mm -hmm. like I stare at emails for like a really unbelievable amount of time (laughs) yeah you know what I mean like stuff like that's like I'm I'm doing it and I'm like wait do 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 people spend this long on this Mm -hmm. do they think about this this much you know what I mean right 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 so I'm kind of like navigating myself and my own anxiety but yeah I definitely I again I'm not like actually diagnosed but I know if I went tomorrow 100 percent yeah I'd probably be offered meds but I don't think personally I think I'm doing a pretty I think I'm doing a pretty good job at like maintaining awareness and like really trying to work through it on my own I think it's possible for for like my level of anxiety that I experience but again medication does wonders for people so do what works yeah I think for myself like when I think about anxiety in my life it like I can pinpoint (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay that's making me anxious (laughs) (laughs) that was my google home um for some reason I guess the Wi-Fi went out, sounds like. Um, but when I think about anxiety in my life, like, I can honestly kind of pinpoint when it started and, like, when I, like, I noticed a difference in being an anxious person and not because I, like, know growing up I was the farthest thing from an anxious person. Like, all through. And that's where we differ. Yes. Because I can't pinpoint a time. But if, if I go back to thinking about my childhood, like mom and dad will say that like they left the house and I was at the door banging, screaming, crying. Right, that they right, left. right. Like I actually feel like I just inherited. Yeah, like I, yeah, like you have it more just like generally yeah. where I feel like I can pinpoint when it started. I can kind of pinpoint why it happens. And one reason that like, like mom will be like, you need fucking medication. Like when I'm like freaking out about mm-hmm. something, she's like, you should, you, blah, 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 you need medicine. And I'm like, I actually don't think personally, I, I mean, maybe I do. And I'm just like in denial a little bit, but I think I would benefit more from just like working through it in mm-hmm. therapy or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I do too. Understanding actually. where it's coming from. Obviously a doctor probably, and I should be told should actually what to told, do. You should tell your pediatrician and then see what they say, like right, right. off the bat. And, but like for me, because it's not something that's like always taken over my life, like it doesn't feel like something I need to be medicated for Mm -hmm. personally, but a lot of my anxiety stems from just like, I don't, I don't, I don't think unknown is the correct word, but just like, like bad thing or like disruption of like normal life or of like unpredictable stressors unpredictable stressors <laughs> things <laughs> being bad things yeah. going wrong also i think like you go to zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred percent so and like your reasons i, I guess like in the just in the past like couple months that you've would text me about it they're definitely like legit like it's not like invalid or like you're mm-hmm. not like overreacting about like what you're witnessing a lot of but the time not as much as other people but might. I found like especially I feel a couple like. weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell this story. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So basically, I was coming. Actually, can I tell it? Because I think I could tell it faster. I I was literally just about to <laughs> say I was going to go to work. I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> and I was at an intersection, and there was a lot of traffic, and I thought there was like a car accident, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to be late for work. And then once I got to the point of being directed by like a cop to go past the accident I looked and there was no car accident there was just a person lying on the ground in the middle of the road and I was like holy shit I literally remember texting my friend being like oh my god play by play kind of thing someone must have gotten hit by a car because there was no car accident not like they got thrown through a windshield whatever I get halfway to work and realize I'd just gone under like an underpass and I was like oh my god I hope that person didn't jump and then I like lost my shit okay so I'm gonna stop you there Okay. Two things happened. Julia made assumptions of like three different scenarios. hundred percent. And when she texted me about this, I wasn't even trying, like I was try- just trying to make sense of like the story, like, like what happened. Right. So I'm like asking these questions via text message and like, she didn't have a, <laughs> I don't mean to be laughing, but like, I remember I was like getting ready to go out that night and I'm like <laughs> texting you and I'm like, what? Like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, she had a panic attack over... Because when I got to work, I had like a full-fledged fucking panic attack. But you actually, all you really did was see 
a man on the floor and cops. You actually made up several different scenarios. Yeah. That you didn't know to be true, but in your mind they were all true, or right. they were all possibilities, or close to being real to you, and that like sent you over. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's not like wrong for you having those thoughts. It's just like being able to understand like, okay, yes, this was a scary moment. Like seeing a man on the floor, cops, like something must have happened. That's fucking a scary sight to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me like whatever. But there, that there, there's that, and then there's like actually storytelling and like catastrophizing right. something. Because that just sent you way over the edge. Way over. And another trend with and my And we don't anxiety. know what happened. Like, you don't know. He no, could have jumped. I still don't know. He could just be... I, I said... I, I was talking to Walter about this because he did security at UHS. And right. so many times, so many times, did people just leave and plop themselves in the middle of the road and yeah, lay, you said that. lay there. And cops were like, what are we... Like, you can't like... T- like I don't know. There's like, you know, protocol about how right. you like intervene and stuff. So a lot of the times people just like really seriously mentally ill will just like sprawl out in the middle of the road. Right. So like who knows if it could have been that. Like maybe someone didn't jump. Maybe someone didn't get hit by a car. But right. like you were totally catastrophizing at that point yeah. of what we didn't even know to be true. Right. Another trend with like my anxiety is like I I think of it as like a pot boiling over. Okay. Whereas like that okay, metaphor. No, literally, this is how I picture it in my this like, is great. in my body. Um, Did that therapy day, teach you that? No, I, wow, that's like literally how I job. picture it in my head. I, I picture things in my in my brain. But that's good because um, I can help you. Yes. Yeah. That day was a back to back to back to back to back day. Like one thing after the other after the other after the other. I literally. Woke up, worked out, did work, spray so tan. This like, and the other thing, I was stressed out. Was I was running late to work. I wonder if that was like the first thing that happened you really would have ever. I don't think it would have even. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. I was stressed out throughout the day. I had a lot going on. I was behind on a lot of work. Blah, 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 blah. I was late. Mm-hmm. This accident was making me late. Mm-hmm. I see that and I was like, holy shit. Like just having a bad day anyway. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like, I, I can only think of a number of panic attacks that I've had. But they've all been like, I was like. So I saw this and then I saw that and then this happened. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, yeah. about this and then yeah. this one little thing was like just too much. So I think a lot of my, and like you said too that day when I had that panic attack, you were like, you react a lot to other people's trauma or you said something like that. Oh yeah. Because a lot, because, oh, I said that because the last two, th- the two main things you had texted me about that had to do with like a panic attack mm-hmm. were you witnessing other people. What was the other one? The girl getting taken. What? The girl at Stone Fox getting taken by it. Oh, my God. Which is totally like. That was bad. Yeah, that was awful, right? But like you really feel like you're, I don't know, you really feel other people's pain. And in this case, you were kind of making it up in your head. You know what I mean? No, I definitely too. And like I drove by that spot with dad. Mm-hmm. The other day, and I was and like, and there were no articles of someone jumping. No, I looked it like, up. There were, like I did. <laughs> exactly. I genuinely tried so to figure out what happened because I knew it would make me feel I'm better. Actually, happy that like, and I drove by with dad, and I was like, "This is where this happened." And he's like, "What happened here?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "If it happened in the spot you just pointed to, like it's probably also too far, hundred percent, from where yeah. he could have." Like, that was my thing. Whatever. When you texted me, I was like, "She is totally." I I, I didn't want to say like. You're out of your mind. <laughs> in no, another way, I'm saying like you're anything totally I was in my head. <laughs> I was in my mind. You're totally catastrophizing the situation, yeah. but it didn't mean that like it may not have been true. I don't know. It could have been. But right. like at that moment, we're, in that moment, at that time, you're texting. You didn't know. No, I had like, no idea. It could have not. I been, still you know? have no idea, and it probably wasn't. But but the, the thought thing- of seeing what I what I thought I saw just no, sent me the fuck over. I know. The edge. But I thought about it the entire shift. It's yeah. horrible. But can I also say, like, just you, like, for instance, let's just take this conversation. You playing back the whole day, you identifying, okay, I'm the pot boiling over, right. blah, 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 blah. I realized this and this and this. And then when this happened, I also realized that that could have just been right. sending me over. Like, you processing all, all of that, I think, is just helpful for the next time because there's going to be a time, right? Where it's but like, like I said... I have a really hard time stopping myself in that situation. But sometimes I think it's the more experiences we go through and the more debriefing and True. processing, which is everyone go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. The more you process and debrief and you, because life happens, right? You're going to go through life and you're going to experience shit. And if you're not processing it like you are, let, I'm not literally right now, but like right. in general, you're not going to be as aware of the next, next time, time it happens. happens. Yeah. And, and it's going to happen again. Do you know what I mean? So right. it's like, 
it, there will be there will come a time if you keep doing what you're doing that you will be able to stop it. Right. Because you're gonna become serious. Oh, you're gonna think think of my face. <laughs> That's what I say to my Think of my face. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm having this conversation right now, and then the next panic attack, you have to be like, think of me, and then mm-hmm. stop. No. But like, you know what I mean? You, yeah. You, you become reminded of like, oh, okay, wait, this this is it. Even if it's a quick, or even if you kind of become reminded of it, and it doesn't fully stop it. Right. That's still something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I've noticed. That was like, a great example. I'm really happy that, I'm not happy that you experienced that, but I'm happy that we talked about anxiety and yeah. that you had that experience because. Well, that's why we decided to talk about anxiety oh, was because right, of right. that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, for me, with my anxiety, it's just like hard because I'm like hindsight is like 20 fucking 20. Like I can tell you, like I don't know what it is in me that's like a people pleaser, but like I've grown up like that. I've always just like wanted to be the least disruptive person in the room. And then when things just like are disrupting my life or things make something bad for other people, like for instance, Mm -hmm. something I think about all the time, not all the time, but something I've been thinking about a lot the last like two days is like, damn, what if Walter never gets his fucking taste back? Like that, like I'm not kidding. <laughs> Today on my way home from work, I was like, I'm going to feel so bad for Walter if he can't taste anything for so the next six months. I think months. you made a good point, Like, though. I just get so worked <laughs> up over good point, bad things happening in people's lives. More than in my own. No, I know. When I got COVID, what was I freaked out about? Ruining Christmas and yeah, giving yeah. it to other people. But can like, I say something? I fuck about myself. You- <laughs> I freaked the fuck out over other fucks So and now people. you guys are listening into Gabby and Julia's Therapy Session 101. <laughs> but what you did, though, is like you recognize that you're such a people pleaser and then mm-hmm. that could kind of be linked to why you feel so anxious for other people 100%. you know what i mean it's like yeah jules i i'm also anxious about walter not getting his taste back but for different <laughs> reasons than you because i gotta listen to him be <laughs> bitch about it bit <laughs> and just be like devastated who would not want their taste like that is no like, it's horrible you know, not to jump off topics but i was also thinking about this during quarantining i'm like oh my gosh like america is like food fucking central like yeah. we live breathe die our culture is food yes around food you know like we celebrate with food we fucking laugh with food like if you can't taste for like a long time like i will be sent over like someone check on me because he will also not be walter happy. eats like three plates at dinner every Literally. time he, like and walter it, is a foodie and let me just say that like it has kind of helped with he, him having no taste because he's like you know, do you cook whatever you want? Make it extra healthy. I know you want to be healthy, so I can't taste shit. So, like, cook whatever. I'm like, <laughs> go balls this to the is wall. actually fun. I'm actually cooking a shit ton. I have a lot of more confidence in myself. <laughs> but, yeah, good point. You you do you do really become nervous for others. I do. You need to become more grounded within yourself. See, and then the issue with that is, while we're here, I am hmm. also, like, a hypochondriac and, like, think I'm dying every day. So that's another source of anxiety for me is my health. But... That's another whole thing to unpack. But that's my experience with anxiety. <laughs> I basically have n- like never remembered experiencing anxiety when I was younger and like all was well in my life. Like no, like things were, you know, running smoothly. I was a fucking teenager. I, I remember anxiety at world. fucking age seven. Like, and then I, I go to college. Oh. Things start to stir up. And boom. I'm an anxious I act. was experiencing anxiety in second grade when Miss, I'm not going to say her name, but Oof. Miss, you know who you are. <laughs> give me such such bad anxiety that i would like i I, i've already mentioned this on the pod but like i would fake sick and i would go home and i would cry (laughs) oh and that was in second grade in kindergarten i kindergarten yes you remember okay mr miller's class i had to go to the i'm name dropping now i don't care because i like mr miller i don't like the other second teacher i <laughs> kindergarten you guys i'm not even joking i remember this so fucking clearly i had to go to the bathroom right and it was in the classroom the, the bathroom was in the classroom and he was like i went into the bathroom and he closed the door fully but i was so scared that i was gonna be locked in okay so i would open it and i would like just shut it like like no one could see me but i'm like i'm not shutting it fully i'm just gonna shut it like part of the way like of the way. yeah yeah like nudge it in and he like nudge it back in and i'm like no no like i don't want it fully in and he's like Gabby, you have to close the door. <laughs> you cannot go to the bathroom with the door open. Like, policy, I'm sure. Right. Like, that's not allowed. <laughs> but I freaked the fuck out of having to go to the bathroom and the door completely shut because I was so scared that I was going to get locked in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have this memory of me of pushing it open, him fucking locking it, me pushing it open, him <laughs> not locking it, but he completely yeah. shutting it oh my that god that was kindergarten dude yeah. and then i also kind of remembered 
banging at the door of when mom and dad left. I remember scream crying and and babysitters and mom and dad said that happened all the time. Mm-hmm. I was it like, did. I remember that. I remember that. You do? Yeah. yeah. I was like so scared that they were never going to return. Like, I don't know. Like, I, sh- I remember I was born with so a happy shit, so. or so pissed when mom and dad would get home and you were like throwing a party. Like you were so excited when they got home. Yeah. When the babysitters would come. So can clearly I tell a funny there's story? a difference. Well, that just reminded me. Sure. Your bathroom story reminded me of like fast forward 25 years to like <laughs> a couple weeks ago when I was at Colonial. And... <laughs> Apparently, unbeknownst to me, this is a completely hard left turn. I was in, so there's three bathrooms at Colonial. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls, the boys, and the both. Yeah, co-ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the co-ed one, which is the big one, and I'm claustrophobic, so I like to go in the big bathroom. Um, <laughs> claustrophobic, too. Yeah, that <laughs> elevator experience when I was little just really kind of, <laughs> me over the edge. Um, <laughs> 13 oh, children stuck in one elevator, and I had a pant. That was my first ever pant attack, shit actually. Was funny that was my first my first ever panic attack and everyone laughed at me anyway i go in this bathroom i shut the door (laughs) and i lock it and i notice as i'm locking it the lock is a little bit bent but i'm like weird lock it anyway (laughs) weird so then i'm trying to get out of this fucking bathroom and i can't unlock it because the lock was bent toward the door so when i tried to it was one of the ones that like slides over and then slides the the other way So when I tried to slide it back out because it was bent, it was like hooked. So I'm literally just like trying to like manhandle it, pulling the door open. Like I'm fucking stuck in this bathroom. I hear someone on the other side. I know the manager at Colonial. I hear someone at the other side and they're like, yo, someone's stuck in the bathroom. And then I hear the manager and he's like, who's in there? And I was like, it's Julia. And he was like, stand to the side. And I'm like, okay. And I move all the way to the side and he had to fucking ram the door open. It must have happened before. He said it got stuck earlier that day and they had to like do that and it bent and i was like i didn't even fucking know like i got fully stuck in the fucking colonial bathroom that's hilarious um i don't know like what a what an experience that just reminded me of that and i realized i didn't tell anyone that story <laughs> but that's yeah i got so stuck funny. in the colonial bathroom well and we can end on that just another no. night you know? <laughs> no. just this was a great episode Saturday i night. think i mean i, I think know. so too lex I don't think we've ever really let me know what you think <laughs> since you didn't want us to record i didn't call her out earlier but i guess you oopsies <laughs> We, um, we've definitely talked about mental, like, we talk about mental health all the time, but I don't think we talked about anxiety like that. In depth. In depth. So hopefully we'll Also, good. it's an advice podcast. Like, it's gonna, you know, mental health is gonna be, gonna be relevant. Yeah, like, I live, breathe, die mental health. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It's not gonna change. Anyway. Do you want to throw in a quick pop culture story, or are you... Are you mm. As you're chomping on your gum. <laughs> Thought we were done. Um, how do we feel yeah. about Kravis's engagement? Mm. That's what was on my mind. Courtney and Travis Barker. Wow, we just took a complete left turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't even put into words what I feel about uh, Courtney and Travis, though. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel something, but I'm not like, you know what? Here's what it is. His style, mm-hmm. what is it? Is it like, would that be like emo? Like rock star almost. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like dark. Yeah. The tats and like the, the fashion. Personally, I'm not like into that. Yeah. Personally. I think he rocks it well. I think she's starting, she's actually kind of picking it up mm-hmm. a little bit. I think she's rocking it well. But like, I'm not like dying over them. As a couple. As a couple. You know, he he's not really too attractive to me, to be honest. Like, that's just my opinion. I agree. I don't think he's an attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, them as a couple, I think it's cool because they're so different. And, like, it that kind of makes a couple unique. But I'm not, like, dying over Courtney and Travis. Me neither. But I do have to say, he put a fucking bombing engagement on. And, like, that was so cute. But, again, them as a couple, I'm just kind of like, eh. Cool. Yeah. I feel like it almost, for me this whole time, I was like, oh... This seems like a little bit of a midlife crisis, which seems aggressive. But, like, that's genuinely how I felt about the whole Kravis relationship. Like, it seems like Courtney's just, like, going through a bit of a midlife crisis. And, like, she's just trying to have fun. It's a phase. And she's like, no, it's not a phase, Mom. I'm engaged. And I was just shook. But I actually don't think it's a midlife crisis. I think that's, she actually I, found the I, one. I but. think so now too, but that was my thought process in the, like, oh, yeah, throughout yeah. the relationship. No, and now I'm like, oh, wow. Found, I think she's, I think she definitely found the one. Like, And I'm just surprised it. by who it is. But again, you know what? 
Social media is so fucking fake that like True. who the fuck knows what we're all seeing online? Who who knows what reality is? Like I promise you guys, it's probably very far from what we're seeing. True. But I'm just speaking on like them as a couple. It's just different. Yeah. And I'm not like I have couples that I follow online that I like I adore. They're not one of them, but I think it is cool and I think they're unique and different. Period. That's my thought. Anyways, Brian Laundry. Oh That's shit. The real fucking tea. Brian fucking Laundry justice has for Gabby. been found. Let's, be, let's let's begin this as justice for Gabby. Justice for Gabby Petito. Okay, Brian Laundry has been his, his remains have been found in Florida in like a lake or something. Basically, that was underwater and the water level fell. If you haven't heard yet, remains. If you haven't heard, um, I genuinely am just like very sad that there is no closure to the story for her family. I don't know how I feel. I'm still processing. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, that's how I feel. This is how I, this is how I feel. There's just more. There's more to this story. There's so much There's more. There's so much fuck. Like, I'm confused. I'm confused. How they, how did you, how did they let him, the amount of money they spent trying to find this motherfucker and he's just dead? Yeah. Really? Really? I'm, I'm more curious. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm more curious for his autopsy report than I was for hers because, Hers, like, we all kind of assumed and knew what happened. But with him, I'm like, how the fuck did you end up in a swamp? Okay, and I could sound really stupid saying this, but, like, when they say when they found, they said remains and then they said dental swab or, like, dental match. So, basically. What the fuck that, does that mean? That means that they have to do, like, dental records. Like, when a real. Why when, dental? Because he was unrecognizable. Like, they found deteriorated uh, remains. Oh, okay. And okay, his okay. skull must have been there and dental records are the only thing that you can match when it's just bones okay so because those are the only records you have of your bones so did an alligator fucking eat him and spit him out or like no that's too much of a fucking coincidence for an alligator to have eaten him what could have happened to him that like the odds that he like that this had he'd been he died a long time ago okay so he's he's been dead literally deteriorated he's been dead underwater well for that then my opinion i blame his parents because i think they could have prevented this from what i have seen and read online yeah i feel like they could have just turned him in when he got home 100 percent. but or say hey like something seems off needing to match dental records means he's probably been dead for a while underwater and the water level fell and they found him and his belongings but how was he deteriorated and his belonging his notebook was what i'm saying where was his notebook That's what i'm saying i'm so confused a dental thing like i'm like what but that means that like his family wouldn't have been able to identify him by looking at him they had to match dental records that's what i that's what i get from that i don't know i'm kind of sick of this story as like sad as that sounds i don't know how to explain like, i was that. just saying earlier like it's, li- it's crazy that we sit like, here and talk about like two people's like literal lives I'm like kind it's of like, a news oh, story gosh. but gosh but like it's so sad because like these are two lot li- i mean more more importantly hers they're just like gone we're like oh yeah because it's it was this was such like a big hyped story. up thing that it, i mean like, the netflix documentary we'll to, wrote itself say, we'll be able to watch this like right. in a couple years I if just, not I'm next year for her friends and family that they don't have that they that we don't know what happened to her the full st- we know what happened oh, to her well, but I like think, i think within time you you know how the two people that were there and that know are dead there's like we will never know the full story which sucks for her family i don't think i do think with like social media and Maybe. but people, that all seems people like coming stuff out talking sometimes people come out and talk a little bit later like and then they now know both kid people are dead so it's like you just never know what will come right. up that I don't know. I think you'll, you'll, they'll probably be able to connect the dots. Also, I didn't even finish that last sentence, but I think they know way more than they're telling. Like, I think that probably this, this all just seems kind of too, like people are, people on TikTok are putting together all these theories. Like there has to be way more that the public doesn't know. And I probably. think maybe in a Netflix documentary, <laughs> we'll find out more. All right. Well, those are our two pop culture stories of the week. I'm going to end with this. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> On this day, this. 11 years ago. Oh, oh, let me pull out mine. The good advice I always hated, but looking back, it made me greater. You always told me, forget the haters. <laughs> One more. One more with a picture accompanied with it that it's I will post. It's kind of like she knew that advice was going to be my topic of choice. Know. Um, One more, another 11 years ago. Same day, I posted this as well with a photo that I will post on the Instagram. 
no one I'm lying, no one I'm crying. It's like you got it down to the science. Those are from the same album as well, just so you know. And wait till you guys see the fucking picture that goes along. <laughs> okay, I had to pee, but I think it's... <laughs> With no one I'm lying, no one I'm crying. It's like you got it down to a science. And it's God, me so with bad. the I think I almost a little bit. head in the West Middle School fucking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think this picture's been on the Instagram before. You need to post that now. But I will be posting it right as now. soon as the episode goes Okay, out. and six years ago for me, I actually reposted something about domestic violence, like raising awareness. <laughs> oh. That's kind of weird. But yeah. Like, oh, this picture is on the gram, but that's okay. caption like yours. Um, let's see what else I posted. Wow, I have a lot of memories this year. Okay. <laughs> Homework bed. 2010. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'll fly. Whatever it takes, I'll try. Whatever it is, I'll fly. Whatever it takes, I'll try. So don't pay oh no God. mind to what other people say. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're Thank welcome. You. So basically, I always posted lyrics and I just like. Oh, both of those were fucking. You thought those yeah. came from my brain? <laughs> no, no. no. We obviously post lyrics, but like, you know, looking back. These are, Rihanna, like, these are Rihanna's words. I don't know like what lyrics they are. And thank you, Julia, for, for that. You're welcome. Thank you for that. And then we have, we're at a cheer competition. Oh my God, look at Raimi. Oh, the one where he's like this? Yeah. yeah. He said, I love both my sisters. They did great. Oh, that's like really uncharacteristically sweet of so him. So cute and sweet. Um, also, so today like marks 12 years of friendship with my brother, Max Dan. <laughs> Shout out to you, Max. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, dear sisters. I hope thank you enjoyed you guys this episode. Thank you dear sisters. I'll see you Woo! next week. Episode 20 next week. Wait, I do have to. All right, never mind. We'll, we'll talk about this off camera. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> off mic. Follow us on Instagram at dear sisters pod. Leave a Can rating and review. Can you guys just get us back to 300? Come on, please. We love Thanks. you. Bye. Bye.